0: Hello, Steelers Nation Radio, and welcome to another edition of the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. On today's episode of the Steelers Blitz, Moats and I yap more about the NFL draft. We'll take a look. We'll give our big boards for offensive linemen today. It's also a Thursday on the program. That means we'll catch up with our buddy, our good friend of the show, Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. But we start today with the return of Stone Cold Vince Williams. Here we go. Going on Steelers Nation Radio. It is high noon on a Thursday afternoon. Yins already know what time it is. It's time to go inside the electric factory for the next two hours here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of experience in the National Football League and a pretty good head of hair. What we Still leave to be found out by you out there in the Power Grid Megawatt community, of course, is where to get involved with the show, and that is on Twitter, at Wesley Euler at TheBody52. The Body. What up, Moe T? Man, I'm just living my best life. You already know that. Player, player. Me too. I mean, it's a chilly one out there today.
1: It is, but I like it because it, it allowed me to put on some long-sleeve long sleeve clothes, you, you know? know? I was showing a lot more skin lately. <laughs> You know, I've I started to come downstairs, and my doors are like, Dad, your shorts are like shorter than mine. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> I'm not rolling these things up yeah, like you know? are for basketball yeah. practice. So now they're
0: like, Oh man, I got, I got
1: a chance to put something long on it. That felt good.
0: Well, you did get to do some dressing today. Yeah. Uh, so much so, in fact, that my <laughs> buddy, buddy Mark Madden was giving you grief in the elevator. He, we? Did. <laughs> <laughs> he was not a fan of my shirt, <laughs> but it was good, though. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Oh, Motsi, never a dull moment in this building, that's never. for sure. That's part of the reason why we were so fortunate to do this. Really
1: good unexpected
0: laugh. <laughs> always, always got time for the unexpected laughs. Um, mozi you know what? Before we get into all of this, as it's on the television in here in front of us right now, um, I-, I wondered your thoughts on... Trevor Lawrence and some of the comments that he made mm-hmm. yesterday. For those unfamiliar, you know, Trevor Lawrence did, he was like the, the cover athlete for Sports Illustrated this month, right? Like a big, you know, feature article, right? They still do do those in Sports right. Illustrated, by the by the way. Um, and essentially, you know, they're asking him about what do you have to prove, things like that. And uh, Trevor Lawrence had some very candid quotes about how, look, I'm not one of these guys who talks about how I want to prove all my doubters wrong and how I've got this big chip on my shoulder, He said, everyone's been singing my praises since I was in eighth grade. Everyone's been telling me how good I am and how I'm the next one since I was 14 years old. He's like, so I don't have the mentality of some of these guys who have that, oh, over my dead body, I'm going to prove you all wrong. Because that's just not my background. That's not who I am. Arthur Motes, of course, you know, some of the... Old school football types, you know, wanted to and and did crushed him for this and said, oh, well, that's not the mentality you want from your franchise quarterback. You want a guy who wants to win and do all this above all else. I I thought it was refreshing because for the first time ever the five star the first overall pick the Heisman trophy guy isn't blowing smoke up our butts he's not lying to us saying oh yeah I got this big chip on my shoulder everybody doubted me you know like like a Baker Mayfield first overall pick Heisman trophy winner and oh man nobody thinks that I can do it I think it's refreshing from Trevor Lawrence honestly I appreciated the honesty For me, man, I don't have an issue with it. I mean, if the kid tells the truth, just tell the truth. I like people that are honest
1: because now we know, you know, in terms of if his actions are different, it's no surprise, and he doesn't have to come out here and try to continue online about. Oh man, I love same energy. Exactly, it's like man, if you feel that way, that's completely fine. Trust me, you're not the only one. (laughs) For a fact, you're not. You're not the only high end quarterback that feels like that it's plenty that feel like that, and have still been successful, have mm-hmm. won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. It is okay.
0: Sounds a lot like John Elway coming a- exactly. out of school. I think Trust he did me. just fine.
1: Talent. Talent is the key part. If yeah. you have the talent and you can put it together consistently, you're going to be fine. Trevor Lawrence, he didn't just wake up and start feeling like this. You don't think he felt like he that last the, year? He had the work ethic. He it's won the national championship as a freshman. Yep. You don't think he could have had if, if that was the big concern that – it would not have been the perfect time a year ago for him to be like, "Hey, man, I'm chilling, big baby. I'm hey, I'm it's getting true. drafted in a year. Why I just won natty. I'm not going to play this year. Uh, I'm going to be the number one overall pick. You know, I don't even love it like that, anyways. Yeah, you know, I'm not, it, it's not the biggest thing. I've never. I mean, everybody tells me I'm great anyway, so it doesn't matter. But you can already see that, man. Even with that being his mentality, he still has a love and passion for the game. He yeah. still has work ethic, and that shows with his preparation. And the preparation is key because it shows on game day." I don't have to question if he's film studying or not because it shows up on game right, day. Right. I don't have to question if he's in shape. I can see it when I cut the film more. Yep. So this time of year, we already know what happens, man. If your an organization and you know you you might be picking at two or three, you might be trying to feed that narrative even more. Oh. Hey, 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 player, hey, that's a bad idea, right there. You don't hey, want yeah, Trevor that. Lawrence.
0: He could be Andrew yeah. Locke. He could retire seven or eight years from now. And, and why do you do that?
1: Because potentially hoping that maybe somebody will drop. Maybe sure. you get that guy to move down a notch. But as a whole, we all know he's the best quarterback prospect in this year's draft. Point blank, period. Yes. So I don't care what he said. He can say, man, I like to eat baked pies, but I like to eat them cold. Okay. Can you still throw for 400 and, and get the job done in the fourth quarter under two minutes? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to get you these cold pies. Let's go from there. Let's do it. Like, that's how I look yeah, at it, And He can tell
0: me he likes pineapple on his pizza. Exactly. You know what? He's still going to get these W's. Yeah. I mean, that's all that matters. Sling
1: that rock. <laughs> I had a pineapple with
0: the pizza on you in, in, in the locker room. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I'm with you on that one, Arthur Motes. I, I'm with you. I just Like you said, if he was lazy and didn't care and all those things. He wouldn't be at this point. Mm-hmm. Those things go ahead. So I don't need the lip service, the I'm going to work harder than anybody's ever worked. I'm going to prove everybody wrong. He He's yeah. just going to go out there and do it. Just be you. Yeah. yeah. Be you. And I don't have an issue with that.
1: Like I said, my biggest issue is when there's guys that say that, but their actions speak loudly and largely in the opposite direction. That's the part for me where I'm just like, okay, now it's the disconnect. Now I'm feeling some type or, of way.
0: The opposite way, too, where like... I remember the, the Johnny Manziels, right? Mm-hmm. Who like, every I'm going to prove everybody wrong, I'm going to prove everybody mm-hmm. wrong, and then they're out at the club every night at 2 in the morning. And, but like, but not just out at the club, then you see his play on Sundays mm-hmm. and it's not to
1: the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. You see him missing reads, you see him having bad throws, and you're just like, well, what if you, what you decrease this, whole this whole time and you increase yeah. that time? Because clearly your preparation isn't where it needs to be. If your preparation is, is top-notch, You think people really had an issue with Jordan when he was winning like that? I know everybody saw the 30 for 30, and they were like, man, (laughs) he's still winning the championship. So even though he's at the casino and I know he's there, we still going to kind of chill on this thing. Mm -hmm. And it become a big, big issue until they stop winning. But for him, he kept winning, so he was good to go. Same concept here, man. If you win, nobody cares about any of that. You ask them Dallas Cowboys, Michael Irvin, Deion Sanders, what they was doing, what they were doing at that time. Huh. Some of that stuff, we already know what they was doing. Huh. You think anyone cared when they were showing up and winning them games? If they was in the club doing who knows what with who knows who, no one cared because they was going to go out there and you know the preparation was going to be there. That's the thing, man. For the guys that do decide to do that, you just got to make sure you – football always has to be yeah. – the main
0: thing. Yes. That doesn't it, mean you can't be involved right. in other things. And
1: that's the same conversation we have with Juju, right? 100%. We say, man, we don't have an issue that Juju does TikTok and builds his brand on social media. The issue is when it looks like your preparation isn't 100% when it looks like, okay, you, you had an issue right here with this ball security, or you you dropped this pass, or was this, or is was that, mm-hmm. that's when it becomes more prevalent. Yes. That's when we start to look and say, well, is it this? Is this the reason why this player that we know can be up right. to this level, right. he's not really reaching it? Is it this reason? Or is it an injury? Or is it something else? But those are the things that we look to when, you know, your play isn't where it's supposed to be. So if he plays where it's supposed to be, he'll be fine.
0: I agree, Arthur Motes. I agree What say you on Twitter At Wesley Uller At TheBody52 <gasps> The Body. We also want your Vince Williams takes Hey now Stone Cold Vince Williams Arthur Motes Officially black <laughs> Black in the black and gold oh, Alright there we go uh, Officially back mm-hmm. In the black and gold Back in black That's it loose No 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 Muzzy, <laughs> uh what was it like 2 weeks ago, Robert Spillane kind of slipped up in an interview mm-hmm. and, and alluded that he thought that this could happen. I think we all knew that it was a strong possibility, but you never with these things you never know until you yes. know, right? But I am I, I, I'm I'm stoked that, that that Vince Williams is back.
1: No, man, I am as well. Um I think he fits what they want to do perfectly defensively and still in terms of having that identity of being a strong, physical, nasty defense. Right. He brings that to the table. We know he led the league in tackles for loss for, I mean, the majority of the season last year. We already know he's an elite uh, pass rusher in terms of interior linebacker and blitzer. I mean, he does that at a high level, double-digit sack guy from the inside linebacker position, which is extremely hard to do. And then what he lacks, like I said, from an athletic ability standpoint, he more than makes up for with his above the net game. Mm. Extremely smart, knows everything about this defense, understands the responsibilities, the strengths and weaknesses. That's why he's been able to survive in this league for so long as a six round draft pick, who you know is a bigger and slower linebacker than in today's game. Yes, but he's able to do that because he's a very smart person. He never is out of position and things like that. But the thing that I love even more so than all of those things I just laid out is how it's going to impact Devin Bush. hmm This, if you're Devin Bush, man, wherever you are right now, you're jumping for joy and you're good you're in, like, your, in your yeah. almost good leg. Like, <laughs> I got my running mate back. Yeah, I don't have to deal with all of the thinking. I don't have to deal with all of the communication. Yes, Devin, you got the doubt on your helmet. Okay, cool. But you think Vince, who's been calling calls for how many years now, is going to be sitting over here like... Just quiet. Oh, okay. Just quiet as a church I know the call. Oh, I know the check, but I'm not going to say it, guys. Nope, nope. Devin, you got to say it. You think he's going to do that? No. No. Nah. He's gonna be out there extra vocal, and and this is something that I had said. Uh, yes, I was. I forgot which show I was doing a couple of these names. Yeah, out here, you man.
0: are. You're Mr. Melts yeah. all over but, the place. But,
1: <laughs> but I was talking about how it reminded me of Lawrence Timmons and Ryan Shazier. Hmm. Shay, early on, we all knew like, man, we we thought that he physically he was ready to play. Mentally, we thought that he wasn't ready. But Dick LeBeau at the time, this was some unprecedented, right? He was like, "Yo, we're gonna play this rookie, you know, linebacker and start him from day one." And it was kind of like wacky, but the thing was when you have you a guy like guy Lawrence there. Timmons who had already been in his yeah. defense for nine, 10 years at the time, now Shea can just play. Timmons gets the call. All right, let me communicate this with you. Shea, you need to line up right here. All right, this is the coverage right here. We're good to go until he caught up with it. And then we saw after, what, two years, then Shea became the big dog. Then it was Shea and Vince. You know what I mean? And we can see how that dynamic played out. Mm-hmm. So I think this is going to be a similar scenario. I mean, it's already been going on. Sure. But now it can continue. And it doesn't. we don't have to worry about Devin's uh, growth being stunted, you know, because of the mental element of it, along with him coming back from the ACL. Early on, coming back from the knee, I want you focusing on you being you. Right. Don't, don't worry about the thinking part. Vince got you on that. You be you, though.
0: That's You know what? That's really well said. Yeah, I, and I like the the Timmons and, and, and Shazier example from recent history as well too i, I all those reasons moats are fantastic and I, I i completely echo everything you just said and i think i could even add one more too in the sense of you're right i mean you touched on this vince williams is he's not he's not the prototypical every down linebacker mm-hmm. in today's nfl but arthur moats hey now in the division that the steelers play in <laughs> when you pick your head up and look yeah. around yeah Vince Williams is still very valuable on the football field to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, why? You, you should obviously know why, but if you're not picking up what I'm putting down, look at how the Cleveland Browns like to play football. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, that offensive line. They run two tight insets. You, you need guys <laughs> like Vince Williams against yeah. the Cleveland Browns. Look at the Baltimore yeah, Ravens. Look at the Baltimore Ravens. What do they like to do? They like yes. to run the football. Infinite running backs. They like those infinite running backs and those two tight end sets as well, mm-hmm. too. And then even more so, you know, if you just kind of pick your head up again and look around the rest of the conference, Vince Williams, you're going to play the Bills. Mm-hmm. He'll be useful in that game. Who knows? Uh, the Titans, Arthur Motes, he's going to be useful in that game. I think game. I heard of that team before, yeah. The, the, I mean, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks. I'm, tr- I'm trying to rack my mind of the schedule real quick, but those are all teams that like to run the football. And other than Seattle, all those teams that I just mentioned, you're going to see in the regular season and you could see in the postseason as mm-hmm. well, too. A guy like Vince Williams still certainly has value anywhere in the National Football League, but I think particularly here.
1: Without a doubt, man. And this is what we want to from our defense. We didn't like that taste that we saw in week 17 and in the uh, the wild card game where it was just like, man, we were lacking physicality at times mm-hmm. and we know Vince obviously he played a little bit in week 17 played in that uh, last game but as a whole the defense didn't look the way that we wanted it to look correct you take a guy like Vince out of that it's gonna look a lot worse yes Vince yes. is a tone setter not just on game day this is the thing I love about Vince not just game day this is his energy Monday through Friday. <laughs> right, right. That's the part that, like, it turns some people off. For me, I'm weird. I love it. I'm like, I love that type of energy. Yeah. I want my practice to feel like it's contagious, in, in, right? in a war zone. It's contagious. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's how Vince is going to practice like that. Vince is trying to knock your head off he and practice. He's showing up in a leather jacket and honestly yeah. I, I Man, listen, it's been plenty of times, me and Vince, well, we're doing just the OTAs, not even shoulder pads, the little like soft, shells, like, yeah. foamy things. And Vince is like... Man, I'm finna knock me somebody out today. I'm over here like, all right, well, I'm with you then. Let's go. You know, like, that's just the vibe. And and, and Vince, like, seriously, it's contagious because, okay, once you do that, now what does that do for the offense? They're saying to themselves, well, look, we can't go through the motion because typically – Because if we do, we're going to get hurt. And and the problem is it's Typically in practice, especially during the dog days – it's so easy to fall into the trap of just Heck going yeah. through the motions. Heck yeah. Man, it's Wednesday. It's the middle weekend, of June. I don't, or, or like you said, it's middle of June. Nobody cares. Like oh, yeah, I'm you're just right. out here See, in
0: the season, obviously. But, but both yeah, ways, both of the situations. You're just
1: like, bro, I'm out here. I really don't feel like being My out body here. Body
0: hurts. Like put the young it's guy either, in, right? If you it's, know, if it's June, mm-hmm. it's ninety some degrees out. Yeah. If it's week ten, it's getting I'm cold sore. out. You yep. know what I mean? And you're sore. So <laughs> either way, it's
1: plenty of things to make you justify in your mind. Hey, man, you know, I don't need to go out here and put it in like that. I could just chill today. But Vince won't allow that. Vince, as soon as you're coming out there warm, you hear him yapping. It's, and I don't even like all the talking. I'm just like, Vince, come on, bro, leave me alone. Just stop talking. Stop yeah. talking. Yeah. But Vince going to talk he, He's gonna because he wants that energy right. And when the energy is off, it makes the practice off. But like I said, he sets that tone early on. And now when he's taking that type of energy from the start of practice, it makes the offense have to play better. It makes them say, "Hey, man, I can't go through here and act like I'm gonna just lolly go over here and block I'm Vince be, and I'm be sitting on my wall if Exactly. I do. <laughs> like, like Vince ain't playing that. Vince don't. Vince know one speed. One speed. We don't have the brother-in-law speed. That's where. Hey, Wes, I gotta go right. All right. So look, let me get my head across. I'm gonna let you push me a little bit. We are gonna grunt, and then after that, we just gonna chill. All right. I'll let you get close, but don't make the tackle. I ain't gonna block you down. All right. That's the side, that's the bread log. Like the it, it happens. Log. absolutely it happens. It happens. He's like, yo, bro, come on, I'm going this way, chill. Oh, I gotta cut off block. Chill. I gotta cut you, chill. You're like, all right. But nah, now, now he's like, D-. you just tell him, okay. Well, now I'm gonna run over there even harder. <laughs> I-, I might even cheat a step. Like that's his energy. Yeah. So it makes them have to play better. It makes them have to practice harder. And ultimately, it just makes that environment way better. So now, when you get to the game, it's easier. It slows down. We don't have to feel that shock of well, man, when I saw this happen in practice, it was going about 75%. Now we're doing it at 100%, and I'm, I'm all whacked out right now. You don't have to deal with that mm-hmm. because of that. And that largely happens because of Vince. That's what
0: he brings to the table day in and day out. I think of the – I've referenced this before, the Wolfism, that Wolf always says that for so long I was like, what the heck does he mean? Wolf always says, right, on every team – he said in football, right, but in every – in every facet of life, every team in, in sports, every job, industry, right? Every business place, whatever, mm-hmm. every family, you have adders, subtractors, multipliers, yes. and dividers. Yes. And Wolf would always say that, and I'd be like, okay, adders, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Subtractors, that makes sense. Yep. Dividers, that certainly makes sense. But I was like, multipliers, like, isn't that kind of the same as adders? Well, you know, like, isn't Mm. like adding to the team and multiplying? Like, aren't those kind of the same thing? Mm -mm. Different. Vince Williams is a multiplier. Yes, multiplier. Vince Williams is a multiplier. Mm -hmm. And and I think Arthur Motes, you, you know, we got a question on Tuesday from somebody on Twitter. Who's that guy on the defense? Yeah, Remember? exactly. And we who's was like, the, we don't really have it right now. That's what we said. Who's the Debo? Who's the farrier? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's we the were Joey like, is, is, it, is
1: it TJ? It was like, not really TJ. I was like, Cam, but Cam, by position by alone, it difficult. limits him. I was like,
0: we didn't really have a guy. On Tuesday, we did not. Today <laughs> Mama, did. there
1: goes that man. Today we <laughs> Mama, <laughs> there goes that man. He back
0: back now. Yep. I, 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 it's an important signing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think so. Also, Arthur Moats. Uh, To to harken back to Tuesday one more time, one of the things that we discussed on Mm -hmm. Tuesday, we did our big boards for the linebackers on Tuesday. Now, maybe that urgency isn't quite there. Oh, big time We we talked about it, right? It felt like offensive line, running back, and linebacker. There was a real sense of urgency Mm -hmm. there. We've also said all offseason, we know what Kevin Colbert likes to do. They don't like to pigeonhole themselves. They don't like to feel like they have to select a position. You, You take linebacker out of that equation now. Now, that doesn't mean, again, there's a guy that falls to them in the third or fourth round that they really like, you know, if there's a, a a hidden gem they think that they decide, you know, like an Arthur Motes they take in the sixth hey round, now, hey now. that doesn't stop them from doing that. But they're not sitting there at 24 and at 55 like, okay, running back, linebacker, right? You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it takes a little bit of that pressure, a little bit of that stress of need out of the equation. And I think, you know, Motes, as we sit here today, exactly two weeks from the first round of the NFL draft, that's a very good thing as well, too.
1: Oh, yes, without a doubt, man. Anytime you're able to... I mean, you could look at it as upgrading your roster. Actually they did upgrade from where it was currently at a week ago. Yeah. But um anytime you're able to look at your roster and you're able to say, Okay, we checked this issue off the list, we checked this off the list before you get to that draft, that's a plus because now it gets more back to or it gets more in align with best player that's available to us then versus we're drafting for a specific need. Because the difference is when you're drafting best player available, right? Man, if I feel like this is the guy that I – I mean, we got these guys we love. We all – hey, they're the top prospects that we're at. All right, cool. Well, you pick them in. They can plug and play because you already have these other holes already uh, sure. attended to. Sure. Now, when you don't have that, you got five, six spots that you absolutely have to fix. Well, now when you're picking, you're like, all right, I need a linebacker. There isn't a linebacker that's really good enough to fit in this spot right now, but I need a linebacker, so I'm just going to take one for the sake of taking one. Right, just and, to
0: fill a position right. need. And, and, yeah. and
1: then you, you, it's not the same. The impact isn't the same. The fit isn't the same. It's just it doesn't work well. A lot of the times, man. We, so, we,
0: we've discussed that with
1: the Texans yep. and the
0: Seahawks, right? Yep. How it feels like for seven years now. I mean, the, the Seahawks, they're the worst with it, uh, too, the uh, They need an offensive line. They need offensive line. They need offensive line help. And then they reach for yep. one when, when when their time comes around in the draft because everybody, cause they need that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's not the spot you want to be in. Never. never. <laughs> you never want to be in that never want to be in that spot. Snack gut. Snack gut are the most, some other uh, contracts being handed out around the National Football League. Vince Williams uh, getting his one-year deal, a- a part of the sixth round draft pick fraternity. You my, already
1: know how I feel with, about my co- with my
0: colleague Arthur Motz. He'll be back in the black and gold in 2021. Uh, speaking of those Seattle Seahawks, Alden Smith, one year deal mm-hmm. with Seattle. Now, he was with them last year, correct? Yeah, ready to end. Okay, yeah. that's five, what I thought. He had five sacks with them. Yep. That's what I thought. Yep, yeah, and I think a big part too with Carlos Dunlap coming, mm-hmm. why that defense really rounded into form at they the end of the season there in Seattle. That, yeah, it, they haven't been able to do that for a little while, man. Yeah, now if they could just get some offensive line help, hey, maybe yeah. they'll really be cooking with something out there. Um Seattle Seahawks Alden Smith one year deal yesterday the Atlanta Falcons also agreed to a one year deal with Cordell Patterson, uh wide receiver who is more known for his special teams acumen, very good, good kick return guy. Yep, very good kick return guy. Falcons also nabbed Duron Harmon um on a one year deal as well. Arthur Motes though, you know the one that that I'm going to, that I'm saving for last here, so that, <laughs> so that we can discuss, talk about it. You know, I gotta get your thoughts on this man now Ta- that it's official. Talk about it, Yo, boy Miles Garrett is in
1: the division. Arthur Motes. No, 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 no. You talking about Clowney, man?
0: Or sorry, no, <laughs> I was saying man? What was it, Miles I Garrett? Miles Garrett's been in the division. Wait a I second, said what? What's been, I doing? been right. in the division, man? Jadavion Clowney is now yes. officially in the division. Yes, I-, I figured you was coming with that today. Motes, um. We've discussed him a little bit. We know uh, and I concur with you on this, that not the uh the type of player, right? The the guys who take plays off, the guys who aren't um, you know, maximum effort high motor guys. Mm-hmm. Does that change at all when he's lined up next to a Miles Garrett? I uh, mean, from, uh, from 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 Clowney's standpoint, like is this the best place for him to land? You know what I mean? Best place for him to land I do like agree here with that. Or like, like, like Cleveland or San Francisco. No, no, you know I what I mean? This, like, this is this the
1: best place for him to land? Do I think it's going to change his play in and play out effort? No, because he played across from J.J. Watt as well. <laughs> think about that. I mean, and, and that was prime J.J. Watt when he was winning Defensive Player of the Years.
0: That's yeah, true. If
1: that didn't motivate you, if that couldn't get you to show up and, and say, well, hey, I don't want to be the weak link of the group, then yeah, playing next to Miles Garrett, it ain't going to do it for you. And Miles is a beast. We're not going to act like he's not. But Miles isn't as acclaimed as J.J. Watt was and currently is, you know, in terms of when he was with Clowney. That, to me, I'm just like, man, when I came here and I saw Troy, I'm like, bro, I don't care what y'all say. I will never be the last person in line. I will never be the last person here. I will always be first. I'm going to make sure I give you my 100% effort because I'm like, yo, this is Troy Palmer. And then I'm like, not only I'm playing in front of Troy, I'm playing across some d I'm like, man. There is zero y'all going to talk to me about in terms of effort. Zero. <laughs> if you clowning and you didn't play with J.J. <laughs> Watt, yep. then you went up to Seattle and you got to see Russ, and, and even though people might have different opinions of Russ as a person, right, in terms of, like, just the leadership element and stuff like that, yeah. they've never talked about his work ethic. Nope. That's always there. Yep. I'm like, so if you can see that, and that don't that don't, that don't move your needle either? Uh, yeah, Miles Garrett ain't going to get you. <laughs> he ain't going to move your needle. <laughs> but to me, I, this is funny, though. I do feel like Cleveland, all they did was just swap the name, but it's the same exact player. Olivier Vernon, he's the same kind, same type of guy. Mm-hmm. Can talented produce, Very produce. talented, can produce when he wants to, but takes plays off. They just swapped Olivier out with the taller, leaner, with dreads version of him. All right, boom, you go in here now. Can ball when he wants to, but takes plays off. So you're going to get that type of result from them, man. But, you know, that's their
0: problem. Let me ask you this, too, before we go to break. Um, and now, with the caveat of the NFL draft is two weeks away from today, mm-hmm. so our answer could change. But who do you think is the better team right now, Motsi? Uh The Browns or the Ravens? You said the Browns or the Ravens? Correct. <sighs> And again, pro- we could change this answer, I'm, I'm but I'm probably still stick with, I'm stick with the
1: Ravens right now, just because they're I think they're more dynamic I on think so, offense. I think so too. And even though they don't have the marquee talent defensively, I think that they're a better defensive unit, if that makes sense. You know, like I feel like Cleveland has the more high end talent offensively and defensively, but I just don't think that they're as consistent as a unit on both sides of the ball as Baltimore is. And a lot of that does deal with the coaching. Now we know Stefanski came in and did a great job, but you gotta remember that was just year one. Sure. Now he has to replicate it with another wacky year. Because you see the 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 well, that's everything's true going on with the OTAs stuff and stuff right now. Right now. Yeah. So that's gonna be another year of that whereas with Harbaugh it's like man he's been there for how long? He has that continuity. He has a report he has veteran leadership guys in place that he knows they're going to articulate my message the way that it needs to be articulated. Hmm. They're gonna When we get off these virtual calls and this linebacker picks up the phone and says, hey, bro, you got to make sure you get that work in today, it's not going to be a, nah, man, I'm chilling. It's going to be, a, all right, cool, yeah, because you know that's what coach wants. Whereas in right. Cleveland, they're still trying to identify that. They're still trying to learn that, and they're going to have to understand how to handle success.
0: Yep. Think about For the that. the first time –
1: at Steelers, <laughs> we've had a success very well. We understand the target doesn't get smaller because you have successful seasons. No, it gets bigger. More people want you. Baltimore, they are very accustomed to that as well. Cleveland, they're not accustomed to All it. All of a sudden, even you're Cincinnati, not the, the cupcake on everybody's right. schedule Cincinnati anymore. Cincinnati has had it before. When it was with Dalton, they was mm-hmm. having some success. Yeah, they won the division Cle- twice. Cleveland hasn't had this year where you've won it or, or you've come close to winning it, but you get you a big playoff win, and now it's even bigger expectations. You thought the little— Paper Super Bowl champ expectations were real. Now that you actually had success in the playoffs, you're going to see a different level of expectation. 100%. And a different level of focus from teams that are going to be playing against you now. Mm -hmm. You're no longer the little brother that we just, you know, ah, we ain't worried about you.
0: It's one thing when you're the lovable loser. Right. It's another when you're the team that won double-digit games Uh in a playoff game last year. And and won a game in convincing fashion. Yeah. In convincing fashion. And Ah. and gave the Chiefs some trouble as well, too. Yeah, absolutely, man. No, things can change very quickly in that regard. Yeah and you're absolutely right. It is way different being the hunted mm-hmm. as opposed to the hunter. You know, it's way different having teams underestimate you and think ah, to borrow a phrase from one of our local wide receivers in this parish, the Browns is the Browns.
1: <laughs> that would they say.
0: Right? No one's thinking the Browns is the Browns this year when you're it, picking what listen, 26th in the draft. If you're thinking the Browns are the Browns this year, <laughs>
1: He might You're gonna need, get beat. He might need to go to do some soul search, baby. <laughs> You're man. gonna go, get beat. Go get evaluated, baby.
0: <laughs> Folks, we're gonna take our first break here on this edition of the Blitz. On the other side, we will chat with our good friend of the show, Mr. Brian Batco. Uh we'll talk to him about the draft, about Vince Williams, whole bunch of stuff on the table with our buddy the Batman. We'll do that on the other side. You know where to get involved if you want to chime in on the conversation. He's Arthur Motes, I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on S N R.